So our second act obstacles were find somebody, which you already laid out. We have to find the princess and then we will have a fight. So these obstacles can be one at a time. So we could have the fight first or we could look for someone first or they could sort of like overlap a little bit. Like in my mind, we probably will be looking for someone. Then we will have a fight. And at the end of the fight, we will then continue looking for someone. But it's literally however we want to lay them out. Uh, does anybody, again, at this point, we start over. So whoever wants to go first can. You then kind of have the power to sort of establish some facts about the world. Keep in mind that we're going to have to roll two or three times, maybe even three or four times for each obstacle before we're through them. So does anyone have an idea of how to kick things off? I got stuff, but I mean, I think it's Gabe's turn. Okay. So I think I want to start with the find someone. And I kind of see this like a montage. So we're going to start off and we're really going to lay out some of our budget here. We're going to have like three or four just really different <laughs> environments. So like we're, we're entering like a mushroom forest. Mm -hmm. And then you see us at the, you know, the edge of it. It's probably like a bad CGI matte painting situation. Like it's very clear that we're not really, the depth of field is off. Then like I'm using my sword, I'm cutting through vines, but instead of vines, it's like giant dandelions. Like, so there's like these giant dandelions above us and it's like a snowstorm. It's just these little petals coming down and we're, we're wading through them. Then we're like climbing like a stairway, but it's like the inside of a tree and it's just like, you know, climbing up, up, up. So we're going through all these different aspects of all these different environments. It only takes like 15 minutes, but it's like simulates like days and days of travel. So I'm just going to say that at some point we come to like a fork in the road and we don't have a clear uh, way to go. So I want to turn to Francesca. It seems like you have a connection here. Which way do you think we should go? Now I'm going to roll first to see how I think it goes. And then we could, based on if it's good or bad, maybe the way you pick will be right or wrong. I'm going to use my charm because I'm actually asking Francesca what she wants to do. But I still think this goes under negotiations. And I'm going to use the fact that we have this burgeoning frenemy situation. So I'm relying on you. But if you screw this up, I will hold it against you. So that gets me to my five dice. Whew. All right. So I got two successes, but I got a one. Uh, so I don't like that. So I think I'm going to use my one of my rerolls here. So my heroic trait is that I always deliver. Basically, my mind is like a reversed delivery. I got to get to the person on time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm going to reroll just the two that were nothing. I can't reroll the one unless I use two uses and I don't want to reroll the successes. So I'm just going to roll these two. Double twelves. That's like oh, the best nice. reroll in the history of rerolls. Okay. Um, so I have to stress something. So I'm going to stress my charm because I'm, I'm not really good at that anyways. So that's four. <laughs> that puts us at five total successes on the... Okay. The road. I'm just going to reroll those 12s. I don't think I can get all the way through it, but I feel like this makes sense for us to have gotten very far through here. I got one more success after that. So that puts us at six total. So basically, we're halfway through finding someone. So I'm going to interpret that as that you're going to put us on the right road. And I feel like maybe the fight maybe should be the next thing. We have the fight and then we will finish off. But again, it's not my choice on that. So, Francesca, it feels like you have a connection here. Which, which way do you think we should go? One of them is like clear, like a dark forest. Like it's night sky, clouds, all the trees are dead. They just have like the, you know, the limbless or the leafless limbs. And the other way is like literally a golden brick road that seems to be leading to a shining, shimmering city on the hill. She takes a step forward and she just looks back and forth. And because it's not a well-directed movie that we're in. <laughs> well, no, uh, of course it, not. She just, she, she 
already looks more determined. She looks more confident. She looks more secure in the fact that she's no longer an heiress. So she steps forward in that very Jennifer Love Hewitt, like very statuesque way. And she looks both ways. And she gets that very serious look on her face. She closes her eyes for a moment. And there's a weird breeze that tussles her hair for a second. And she from slowly where? picks from up where? her hand. The same place the music's coming from. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, yes. She slowly picks up her hand. And then when she opens her eyes, they're full of light. This weird Ooh. prismatic effect. And she looks. And I think her moxie is her connection to this area, this land. Um, I think her... Her a skill that we don't realize that she has. Maybe it's 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 inherent. But again, we're working with maybe this is there's a director team that did this movie mm-hmm. and they each directed different sections of it. Maybe they were the Robert Rodriguez part of the film <laughs> as opposed to the Tarantino part of the film, who knows? But um her other two skill is that she um understands the other world. Ooh, she, okay. She knows stuff about it. So that's going to be five right off the bat, because there's one, two for her moxie, two for that skill. Again, I think she wants to get back. She wants to maintain the legacy, but I don't know if we necessarily need to roll anything unless it's bad. All right. So I'm actually going to throw him. I have one die I'm held. I'm going to hold it here because I'm hoping that we can actually get through this. And then I think that would make perfect sense for the fight to come in. Like we know where to go, but then the fight happens. So I'm going to try to help you here. So as you're concentrating, I'm just going to sort of like whisper slowly, you know, encouragement, like I may not like you, but I think I trust you. And I think you should trust yourself here. So I'm going to basically kind of use my charm, um, but also roll. And I got one success. Five. Okay. Okay. That's nice. That's a, a nine, another nine, a two, a 10 and an 11. That's yep. That together makes six. So when we have the direction, we will have gotten where we need to go or or we know where we need to go, but we still may have to get there after the fight. And that breeze that was going across her hair, her head turns with it and she looks and her hand up straight in front of her turns into a point and she points in the direction of the dark, creepy forest. How would you feel if maybe her hair is slightly changing colors? Like Ooh, as yeah. she makes a connection here, it's either like goldening or maybe turning like red. I don't know. Just something like as her connection to this place solidifies, there's a physical transformation as well. It could be something else, but yeah, I think I the hair that. color would be a good touch point. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I love that. I think, and I think of course, because we're in a B movie that they did this with, uh, there's some really bad dye jobs. It doesn't quite match up from shot to shot. Yeah, it's not subtle it's at all. Like it's just yeah. like, she's now a redhead. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it's uh, it's that weird, like she has dark hair naturally and then they bleached it for the earlier parts of the film and now they've dyed it red. So it's kind of a weird <laughs> orangey golden color. Perfect. But we get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, so narrative, and again, if we were playing this without me here, it'd be a little bit smoother. I'm interjecting a lot, trying to explain the rules. But basically, I think we all now know who the princess is, but we don't have to say that yet. But as far as mechanically, the princess thing is, is over. Because we have solved that. But narratively, we can continue it on until we, it's dramatically appropriate to be like, you were the prince all, or whatever the case may be. So the only thing we have left in Act 2 is a fight. So we're going to have a fight. Now, the fight could literally be one fight that goes on and on and on. Or it could be a fight where we run for a while, they catch up, we fight again, we run for a while. We fight, you know, it, it can, the size and scope can match whatever we want it to be. But the fight won't end until we've gotten 12 points of success against them. Uh, but so, Mo, you're up. You're the only one that hasn't gone yet. You get to introduce the fight. It can be who we're fighting, where we're fighting, how we're fighting, 
again, you have full control to make it look however you want, but you're going to lead us into the fight because that's the only obstacle we have left now. So we have climbed uh, up through a tree trunk to the treetops, and uh, we are camping for the night. And um, as you guys kind of start to have a vibe, I'm kind of standoffish, looking at this pistol, wondering if it's going to be any help against whatever's out there. I think Gabe takes his jacket off and gives it to Francesca at some point. And um, you guys are having a vibe and don't hear the hum when I start kind of looking up in the air and giant dragonflies being ridden by the fairy pirates. Oh, nice, nice. Come out of nowhere. What kind of weapons are they pointing? Um, swords spears? make sense. Spears, spears slings, yeah. crossbows. Ooh, they're or nets. Maybe they're trying to capture us. Yeah. They have a... A few of them have nets and a few of them have crossbows. And they are coming in, but they think there's only two of you. And I kick one off the side and I take his mount. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I say, Gabe, Francesca, look out. I'll dive on top of you. And there was that moment right before they came up that after you handed me the coat and you were kind of sitting there next to me that. Our eyes meet, and yeah. it's a little longer. Yeah, and like you said, there's a vibe, there's mm-hmm. a moment, and then that's one of you almost it. said something that would have changed everything. Ooh. Right, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, then he says that you th- you th- throw me out of the way, and yeah, then they all start kind of coming up around us. Pete, they start shooting at me with their uh, crossbows, and you guys hear hew hew hew. And then you hear, blam, 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 blam. (laughs) (laughs) Not today. This is my boomstick. And uh, fey people start falling from the sky. And uh, most of them land like way below in the tree, but one lands in our camp area. And uh, he's only injured if you wanted to negotiate with him. So, well, first we're going to roll. I guess this is a good point to roll to see how the fight is going. And this is where, again, this is an action movie. This is where it needs to be over the top. Like all of our action needs to be gun, you know, gun foo, sword fighting. You're on a dragonfly. Jump off that to another dragonfly. Like you can make yeah. this look however you want. That automatically happens. The dice don't say that happens. The dice only say if it helps get us to the end of the fight. So I'm going to do my um, super window jump. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Onto uh, a dragonfly. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And actually, I'm going to super window jump to a second dragonfly. (laughs) And um, this this dragonfly isn't accustomed to uh, the gunfire. Oh, yeah. So when I I shoot next, he goes really fast. Oh, nice. So uh, because I'm using these... uh, tropes i get dice right yep so each trope gives you one extra d12 you still can't have more than five unless you want to use your achilles heel which can gives you up to seven but that gives okay. you two for using it I'm, so so i'm going to use uh two tropes i'm going to use brawn yeah that takes me to four and again you could leverage your relationship with your daughter like if you just yeah you want to get this over with because you got to get back to her or you can roll four four is a fine number to roll let's see if you want to I'm use your personal to, uh, crisis, you can pull one out and still hope to get a success. None of us have really dealt with that yet, which is, again, fine. It doesn't have to, but it's there. I'm going to take handy with the steel as a plus one. 
and uh, I'm going to take one and give it to my personal crisis. So Sounds good. let's do, go ahead and do that. Uh, fill color, orange. So I'll roll four dice. Okay. And I have two eights and a one. All right. So this is a great time to introduce the needle drop mechanic. Because one of the things that you can do is you can take a one and change it into a nothing, which will basically increase your result by one and get rid mm-hmm. of a one by naming the perfect song that starts playing over top of this action. You can take that one and turn it into a success if you sing that song. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So this is a, a early 2000s song? Yep. Okay, so it's going to be a... Um, uh, 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 Missy Elliott track. Okay. <laughs> which has some real kind of like eerie bug kind of sound to it. Cool. And it goes boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Can you work it? Can you work it? Put my thing down, flipping and reverse it. Because it's the 80s, but this is set in the early 2000s. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So basically, that one becomes a success. Okay. So what is your now your total success? So now I have a, it just becomes a success. So I have a three. Three. Perfect. Again, that's great. So you got rid of the one. So you don't have a negative one. You don't have to stress anything. And that takes our fight from a 12 to a nine. We're definitely moving our way through this fight, but we're not out of it yet. Okay. I, I gave you a couple for you, Gabe, to uh, <laughs> handle. Yeah. So I left, you, I, le- I, left, I left you some uh, party favors. So what I'm thinking here is, um, Again, I'm playing with other people's toys, so everyone always has the option to say no. But I like the fact that they're trying to capture Francesca. Because, again, that yes. helps solidify that she's the important one. So would you be okay if I say they actually capture you and now we're in, like, a chase situation? And like you're, yeah, yeah, all right, So you, you've been netted all right. and attached to one of these dragonflies and it's trying to fly away. So, ah, again, no. rather Yay. than a, think of it like a motorcycle, except as a dragonfly, I'm going to like drop kick one of these um, elf warriors off. I'm now on the dragonfly as well. You're, you're not going to surf the dragonfly like you did the car? No, I gotta, I'm, in the, I'm in the saddle now, but I might later. So, so then, we, again, we're like zipping around, and they're, they're flying, and I'm falling along behind you. I have my sword out, and I'm maybe like fighting off a couple people. Maybe somebody jumps from their dragonfly onto mine, and I have to elbow them, and they fall off, and they give a Wilhelm scream. Ah! as they fall into the forest <laughs> below. And it just essentially I'm going to do the thing where I then jump off of my dragonfly onto their dragonfly. And I'm going to try to basically wrestle with the guy so I can take over the dragonfly that's carrying you. So I'm going to roll here. Again, just to clarify, I could just say that I've done that and I'm now in control of that dragonfly, but I, I want the dice to help me decide how this goes because it may go very poorly for me. So I always start with one. I'm actually going to say this is a moxie roll, which for mm. me is bad because I probably should not be doing this. This is definitely aggressive negotiations, and I'm going to use my my burgeoning frenemy relationship with Francesca because if I can save her, oh, I can use that against you for so <laughs> long. Yep. yep. All right, and then tropes. What do we have left on our trope list? We only have the the dinner dash. So yeah, I'm going to use the the dinner dash or the di- the dish dash that as we're having this fight and we're flying through, we're going to start flying through like a kitchen of a house. <laughs> yeah. And they're in the process of making dinner, and we basically are flying in and out and through while this family is trying to have their normal dinner. So this is going to be sort of our comedy scene where, like, we're knocking over plates, and there's one—okay, yeah, this is what's happening. 
So one character is setting the table, and every time they turn around is when one of us flies through, and it keeps destroying their stuff, and they turn back around, and they don't know what happened, but, like, the dishes are gone, the soup isn't gone, and it's like that, uh, you know, they're just losing their mind. Like, what is happening here? And they never, ever see what is happening as we fly through their room. So that gets me to five, and that uses up our last of the trope. So when we get done, we will definitely roll three more for, for our final act. I am on fire. I got two 12s and a 10. And I got a one. So the one and the 10 cancel each other off. I still got to account for that one. So um, I'm going to stress my aggressive negotiations. I don't, have I stressed that already? No, I'll stress the relationship. No. I'm going to stress the relationship with you, Francesca. All right. So that still gives me four successes. I'm going to bank one and re-roll one. And I got another success. So that puts me at five successes. So that leaves only four points left. So we're two thirds of the way through that. And I've still got a 12 um, so yeah, so I managed to get on this dragonfly. I throw him off. Uh, it's it's the Luke Skywalker thing from Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi, where I throw him off and they hit into a tree at, at the speed that we were going. And then I take the uh, the firefly down and I land in this forest and I free you. But the fight's not over. But you and I are currently alone. Like we don't see any of the other elves. We don't see any other dragonflies. Uh, and then essentially that I think you're the only one Kevin left for this act, right? You haven't gone yet. So, yeah, so it's your turn at this point, but in the setup that you and I are currently alone, but the fight's not over, but your contributions could be that we get back to where Yafit is, we get further away so they can't find us, we hide. It, it doesn't have to be actual fisticuffs, but if you can get four points, then the fight will actually be over mechanically, but we can still let uh, Mo narrate his successes as well. So I think Francesca looks back up and she looks back in the direction that we came from. Um, as you finish getting her out, and she's going to look, and she's going to go, we, we have to help Yafit. And then there's a voice from behind us that says, no, this way, you're in danger. And we turn around, and there's a guy who, he's taller than the, the elf people we're fighting. And we recognize that, that he's, a, he's a man, like he's a human. Mm-hmm. And or is got, he? Or is he? Yeah. And he basically, he's got um, like a, a suit on, but he's got like the sleeves of it are ripped off. There's no undershirt. He's just got the suit coat. And it kind of looks like it's maybe he's been here for a while. And, he, and uh, he's got a name tag badge that says Bennett on it. This way, come on. Okay, he's played by Sean Connery. This is where we blew our budget. Oh, he was only okay. on scene for two days. <laughs> but we have Connery in this role as Noah, the, the pseudo-dragon. Come on this way. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and he has he, a uh, British accent, so we know he's a villain. Right. And he ducks in underneath like a, an overhang where there's a bunch of vines. And when he does, it's like they're woven together to make like a, like a, like a blind so mm. he can hide in there. And... Uh, I just look at you, and I look at the uh, the elves on the back of the fireflies. They're they're fighting with Yafit, but there are some of them that start to turn and come in our direction. So we have to pretty much hide in there or try to get back. Okay. And much even though that you don't think it's a great idea, I just start running after the guy. I'm like, come on, let's go! And I start running in behind there to follow him. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, again, and this is the way the game flows. Like sometimes a scene is really like role play intense and sometimes it's just story time. Like is whatever that it needs for your scene. So you can go two two minutes and roll the dice or you can go 10 minutes and roll the dice. As long as you're having fun telling the story, it doesn't really matter. So I, I think it makes sense for us just to roll right now as long as you're okay with that. 
I'm going to roll, actually, I'm going to roll brains because that's not my good one. Okay. This is a really stupid choice to go follow this guy because we don't know who the hell he is. Um, but uh, I'm still going to use my uh, understanding the Fey world, though. So mm-hmm. that's going to give me two, even though my brains is at zero. So that's three that I have to do. I'm going to use. Now, how does my Achilles heel work? Because my Achilles heel is that I'm stubborn as hell. So how does... So if you choose to use your Achilles heel, you do that before you roll. You give yourself two bonus dice, which is the only time you can go above five. You can go up to seven. You roll your dice pool normally, but any ones count as negative two instead of negative one. And you cannot re-roll them. So even if you were to then use your heroic trait two times, you still can't re-roll ones rolled using an Achilles heel roll. So it's very high risk, high reward. You got a lot of dice, but ones are really, really bad. Uh, we haven't really covered that, but so let me just explain what would happen if we ended up with a negative result. doesn't happen very often. Again, the math is heavily weighted in your favor. But if you actually end up with a net negative result, you add four points back onto whatever obstacle you're trying to oh, wow. deal with. If that would take it above 12, its starting value, you then instead create a new obstacle that would have a value of six that is now happening. So now there's a fire and a fight, or there's a new uh, something, whatever makes sense thematically, or we can just roll on the obstacles list if we don't have a good one, but something yeah. bad, basically we now have a separate obstacle we have to deal with. I'm going to go in. I'm going to use it. Okay. I'm going to think maybe that you're like, no, wait, don't. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. tell you, like, we can't trust this guy. The dog didn't tell us to trust this guy. <laughs> so are we trusting the dog? Are we trusting the guy? What are you doing? I, I stop and I still, I, I kind of do that move that Jennifer Olive Hewitt did. And I know what you did last summer to put my arms out and I walk around the circle and I'm like, don't be such a baby, Gabe. And I'm going to turn <laughs> and I'm going to follow the guy. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to use my stubborn as hell Achilles heel move to get two dice. Okay. Well, luckily no ones. Um, I got a 12. Okay. Actually, no, I'm sorry. That is a one. I thought it was a seven. So I have a one, a four. Five, 12, and nine. All right. So that right now you're at one net success because the one and the double, the double one cancels out the 12, but you still have the 12. So you could reroll it right now, but ones on that die still kind of negative two. Oh, okay. Well, I'll reroll it. We'll see. Uh, 11. All right. So that gives you a total of two net successes. So we now only have two points left in the fight, but you have the one you have to account for by stressing something you use to build that dice pool as normal. And the stress, I'm sorry, it makes that be a minus one? No, it doesn't do anything when it's stressed. If you stress it a second time, it becomes broken and you cannot use it until you get a healing. Uh, so it just oh. keeps you from using the best stuff all the time, sort of. It doesn't really even do that. But it's it's just a way to kind of account for the fact that we're heroes and we're always going to succeed. It gives us a yeah, little yeah. slight, like, well, I guess I can't use that every time situation. Okay. I'm going to stress my um, brains because that's, it's a stupid move. Okay. Uh, so I feel like, so at this point we've all gone. So anyone can go again, but I kind of feel like narratively it makes sense for us to go back to Yafit because we only have two points left. So if you can get two points on your turn, you could end your version of the fight and then we could re- reconnect and the act is over. So are you okay with that, Mo? Absolutely. All right. So um, the fight, they're swarming around me mm-hmm. and I am, um, riding this uh dragonfly uh like unorthodoxly like it's a motorcycle <laughs> and they're really not ready and so um i take out a couple of them 
and I see three of them peel off the last three and start heading to the ground. And I can kind of look over my shoulder and see as you guys run out of a clearing. I uh, give this uh, this 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 crossbow thing a try. So I'm going to use brawn, friends in low places, and that gives me to a five. Because uh, I know how to handle myself in a fight. And I have an eight and an 11, and it gives us two ticks. That's two successes. That's all we there needed. We go. And so uh, I just kind of pick these guys off. Ping, ping. After I figure out uh, what Kentucky windage is for a uh, crossbow. And uh, and of course, you don't have to reload because it's, it's a gun, but it's a crossbow. So Exactly. It's, a, it's an automatic reloading crossbow. <laughs> uh, it's a magical fairy crossbow. Uh, yeah, pull, yeah. Yeah, even, even better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has more bolts than a, than a, than a gun has bullets. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think I might keep this. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So then we'll basically reconvene. We, we are in like a grotto. Um, all the fairy have either been killed or they have fled. So we've ended act two. So again, we would get a chance to do an interstitial scene where we each get our own moment to have a scene if we want. Uh, we would then get a healing. I think I skipped that last time, but in between each act, you get a healing. So you can unstress two different things or unbreak one thing. So if you have anything stressed or broken, you can choose gotcha. how you divide those up. Uh, we end up using all of our tropes, so we definitely need to re-roll for at least three more of those. Everybody, once again, will give me a double D12 roll, and I will yeah. tell you what our options are, and we will pick. So, Mo, you want to go first? I got a two and a three. Trick and follow play. So that's where we need to get someplace. We don't know how to get there, so we trick someone else into going there, and then we follow them there. Or marked bullet. And that is where you have a special bullet set aside for an individual person, maybe even written their name on it. And that is the bullet you must use to take them out. I like these both, but marked bullet feels very dramatic. So that is shoot the rope. Um, so again, think <laughs> like uh, Robin Hood. Someone's either being hung or dangling from a rope. You shoot the rope so they fall or are freed. And then climb, slip, hang, climb. So that's when you're climbing up a cliff. You fall but catch yourself, and then you manage to continue climbing. Ooh, those are both really good, too. I want to do shoot the rope, though. I mean, that's just too good not to use. All right, perfect. So if you will add that to the form for me. And then I got a 2 and a 10. So that is kind of busy here or banging for help. Uh, Kind of busy here is basically when uh, you're being asked to do something, but you're in the middle of something else, like a fight or that kind of thing. Or banging for help is like when you're trapped and you're like trying to use Morse code or you're like banging on the pipes to let people you know there. So I'm going to go with kind of busy here because I feel like that's something between me and Francesca would probably come up. 